0: Greetings, everyone. John Sober here. Happy to bring you the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. Also, extremely happy to tell you that this episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australian non crossbred Waiwara 9 plus briskets, and as always, they are handpicked just for you. Did you know that The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for more than 15 years? Every week they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams that use The Butcher Shop win, and they win often. Even if you're not a competitor, you deserve some of the finer cuts in life. Great news. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the backyard. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock. And again, it's going to be hand-picked just for you. So let's quickly review. The best competition briskets? Check. The best pork selection? Check giving you better overall options to cook at home check. So you give The Butcher Shop a call today. 850-458-8782 That's 850-458-8782 Please mention the Barbecue Central Show and you're going to get 10% off your entire order each and every time. You can also go check them out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E Drop them a message give them a like. You know the drill. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100 100% Australian, non-crossbred Wyllara briskets. I'm going to jump right on into this and let Greg make the introductions today. All right, joining me now is a
1: legend in Texas barbecue. His place has the distinction of being the oldest barbecue joint in the great state of Texas. Tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about Far East beef, if you will. So let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and welcome the pitmaster of Southside market and barbecue brian bracewell joining me here on the show brian how are you doing great good, good. Right. good uh and appre- here. yeah absolutely and appreciate you making time for the show tonight um brian if we could uh before we get into the japanese talk and kind of learn about what you were up to uh you know maybe just a, a very thumbnail sketch on Southside market uh, as i mentioned in the open oldest barbecue joint in texas so you know kind of How you? when you guys got in business and and how you've grown to present day.
2: Sure. Well, uh, Southside's been around since 1882. Uh, Started out as a small German butcher shop, really. A guy named William Moon uh, slaughtered cattle and pigs out in the country and actually um, sold fresh meat door to door from the back of a horse-drawn buggy. He'd drive to town and whatever he didn't sell that day, he had to learn how to smoke it or make sausage. And so Fortunately for us, he must not have been a very good salesman uh, because we got into the barbecue quick. So
1: That's got to be at, like a, a super tough gig, right? You, you don't sell. I mean, you've you got a whole bunch of stuff on your cart.
2: That's, uh, that's the backbone of every small-town butcher shop and a lot of uh, barbecue joints in Central Texas. Uh, as humble beginnings, as, as really just a small butcher shop. And um, well, whatever was left over one day was on the menu the next day. And so in 1886, he opened up a brick and mortar uh, business in downtown Elgin. It was really just the uh, small town butcher shop that sold barbecue in the back. And fast forward uh, to 1968, my grandfather bought the business uh, from Mr. Moon, or not from Mr. Moon. It had gone through, I guess my grandfather was the sixth owner. Uh, quite a storied history. Uh, he had... Uh, His history was in uh, meat distribution. He was a salesman, worked for Armors, Swift, and Company. And I actually called on this business, and those guys were looking to get out. State inspection was coming down the pipeline, and so he bought the business. Uh, And then I'm the third generation of my family uh, to work in it. So fast forward 47 years, and now we're the barbecue joint that still sells fresh meat on the side. We still have a butcher shop. Uh, we have a USDA-inspected processing plant we make and distribute our own sausage products. Same One one of the same ones that we made back in 1882. Um, and we just opened our second restaurant a year ago.
1: So do you have a, uh, a Southside Market potential next-generation owner in the mix, too, to keep it going?
2: I told my wife when we got married, you know, that's kind of the retirement <laughs> plan for a family business. And so I started working here when I was 12. Um, and we were aging a little bit. I just turned 40 and luckily we got twin nine-year-old boys on the ground right now. So, uh, there, that's, that's the retirement plan.
1: There you go. Double pit masters in the making. So, uh, got a, got a good, uh, history to follow for sure. All right. So if you could talk to me a little bit about how you were able to kind of get over to Japan and you know, what the, what the idea was for you getting over there and what you're going to be talking about.
2: Sure. Well, I, uh, I graduated from Texas A&M University, have a degree in meat science and technology. And so I stay in pretty close touch, just 90 miles down the road from us. So I stay in pretty close touch with those guys. And through them, the meat science department uh, have some relationships with the Texas Beef Council and therefore the United States Meat Export Federation. And the Texas Beef Council and the USMEF, they're always looking to uh, drive exports. Uh, and uh, raise the demand for beef not only in Texas and in the States, but worldwide. And so because barbecue, Texas barbecue, brisket, barbecue all over the United States is kind of riding a wave of popularity right now, they wanted to uh, go to Japan, kind of get back some of the exports that we lost after the uh, uh, BSE scare a few years back. And they wanted to use Texas barbecue as a hook to help make that happen, and so we traveled with them and put on some cooking demonstrations talked about the attributes of uh, US beef and um, we got an audience that was willing to listen uh, because of the barbecue. really uh,
1: Brian Bracewell joining me here on the show Southside Market and barbecue, the website southsidemarket.com if you want to check it out here while we're talking. Uh, Brian, I guess, you know, the first thing that jumps off in my mind, you know, there'd be a lot of foreign places that I that would seem to make a lot of sense to me that you would bring a, a Texas guy or, you know, somebody that knows American barbecue and the meat and stuff because maybe that's something they just don't have a lot of. They don't have access to me. Japan is probably like the only place that I can think of that has the best cuts of beef in the world in their no market, doubt. you know, and they, they ship it over here and we have, you know, the, the Wagyu stuff that's kind of like supposed to compete or whatever, but what's the like where's the win for a place that has what's widely considered to be the best beef in the world how do you guys kind of fit into that
0: a lot more interesting stuff brian had to say you want to hear it head over to the bbqcentralshow.com link in today's show notes is going to take you right to this whole episode go check it out it's very interesting stuff you know you can get something from the oldest butcher's barbecue butcher shop in texas you can order it online and i gotta to want to point out great job to greg at the beginning of this segment with a major audio recovery if you know you know and if you don't glad you stuck around even though it was kind of sketchy until next time on the best moments of the barbecue central show in 10 minutes or less i'm your host john solberg i look forward to talking to you again soon